This NBA is back edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. Plus, deposit this week and get a free $10 NBA future bet. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Cox. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. Over, over, over. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. San Diego Superchargers. Go home and get your fucking shine box. Ooh, welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening? Sean, it's my favorite time of the year. It's the first ever inaugural. Basketball is back. I have a reason in the summer to wear my mellow shirt, my my NBA. This is my Rob Lowe NFL hat. <laughs> this is how I show people I love the NBA. And I'm wearing I'm wearing my Sixers uh, shirt, which oh, I re- just got for my birthday. Very cute. It's very patriotic. I have the matching uh, red, white, and blue shorts on, all decked out, all ready to go. NBA out, of course. He is now slim mellow. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that. He's looking good, man. He is. He's looking thin, which is I, I don't know. I like it, my power forwards thick. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I, you want a little, but I guess if you're mellow, size does not matter truly because you're not going in there for a rebound. You're not boxing anyone out. You're just coming in yeah. for like 12 minutes a game, putting up some shots. I mean, he's probably doing the same thing that every other dude is doing during quarantine. Quarantine, trying to make their dick look bigger. Well, so he, he cut a little weight. Everyone well, knows you I, don't lose the he's dick. He's probably one of the few people who've lost weight during quarantine. Uh, you haven't mellow. found yourself like exercising more in quarantine. Well, yeah, I have because I discovered running. I'm a cardio addict now, but for the most part, I feel like people probably not put in the miles that I am out on the track. And and I, I would I would at this point. Um, since I've healed myself with the wobble board, I have to find out what this product is and get some proper advertising going because it cured me that and cushy dreams. But uh, since then I would argue that I'm in some of the better shape uh, uh, of the last like 10 years of my five years for sure. But maybe even like seven, eight years of my life. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, dude, I, uh, the camping trip I just went on, we alluded to this, Sean, but I, uh, we, pa- it's, it's essentially somewhere in the 16, 15 and a half to 16 mile round trip range. And this is not your traditional backpacking trip. When you get to the location, they give you wood and water. We went for three days. So it was very much has that feel of like, I'm going to set up camp. Well, one of the things I brought out for the lady was the equivalent of four bottles of wine, which Mm. is 
It's a lot of water. Seven while you're pounds back. in the back. Anyway, I, wa- I Ryan Packmill Kramer. I went over out here. there with with a uh, you know sixty to sixty five pound pack, which historically would destroy me. I would be feeling it for for a week after, if not two. Uh, I did this out back, felt completely great. Like I feel amazing right now. So best shape of my life. I'm ready to be admitted into the bubble. As you know, Sean, I do have a pretty solid three point game. I can take a charge. Yeah. Ryan first Ryan guy always, who goes down. I'm ready. Ryan always leads our uh, rec league in charges <laughs> taken and charges attempted. You're you're I feel like you have a lower charge percentage accepted than if you looked at the advanced analytics, probably not worth all the attempts, but certainly the highest uh, scored uh, charges converted. Kramer, basketball <laughs> is back. And uh of course, mybookie.ag now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you sign up using that promo code SGP and even better, even as if that wasn't enough, all the thousands of dollars of credits they gave out yep. for for our sim tournament, football tournament, that was awesome. $10,000 they gave out in sim credits. Now they're doing a 100% deposit bonus and a nice little cherry on that bonus pie sprinkle Ooh. is a ten dollar free M uh, MLB future last week and now NBA future this week in the celebration that the National Basketball Association is back. We're gonna have an awesome podcast. We're bringing on Zach Bronner, NBA guy, and of course Ryan McKee, Ryan aka Rich Trap Baby McKee, host of the NBA Odds Pod. The name sticking, maybe the first nickname that isn't mine or yours that you've remembered. And it, uh, I, I, it's, or, it's, and the database, it's catching on. And so we're we're ready to go. We got a great basketball podcast coming up. Joining us on the line, NBA analyst, NBA contributor, NBA insider for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Zach Bronner. Zach, what's happening, man? What's up, boys? Uh, great to be back. Um, really looking forward to basketball coming back, and uh, glad to be on the show. So I'm good, ready to uh, break into some of these games. You forgot the most important credit of Zach's. And what's that? Part of all rise <laughs> fully exactly. on the wagon. We're here to talk about the New York. I'm just kidding. We're not talking giants today. Maybe the Knicks, maybe the Knicks, Tibbs, huh? maybe we- the Knicks. I, I have to admit, I did purchase a Daniel, Daniel Jones Jersey during quarantine. So uh, <laughs> well done, sir. Well yeah. done. I, I fully, you know, one year removed from crying after we drafted him <laughs> and texting Kramer, fuck my life to, uh, Buying hey, the jersey, so that's that's, that's, what that's going all in on sports. Before we start uh, breaking down this, yeah, let's w- get to it. Week one, these first two nights of the NBA action, and we got a, a ton of lines to get through. What are your thoughts as a Nick fan on uh, bringing in <laughs> Thibodeau? I like it. I think he's going to bring a little of that you know dog culture back to New York. Um, so hopefully, we can bring our young guys up in it because you know the big problem with the Knicks is we don't even play our young guys. So. Uh, hopefully, you know, Frank, Kevin Knox, uh, RJ can get their shot under Thibodeau. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as a fellow, I mean, first question is really, are you still a Knicks fan? <laughs> Second question, <laughs> assuming you said yes, there, are you stoked on this hire? Of course you are. If there's one thing that Thibodeau has done everywhere, he's got his shit together. He know, like he, he what do you always tell me, Sean? You're never going to make a gator a pig. Yep, exactly. Uh, well, he's never going to win you a championship, but he no. might just accidentally build you a little bit of a culture. Yeah, little, a little, little bit, bit of organization. I little. mean, has Doc Rivers <laughs> done a goddamn thing without Mr. Tibbs in his back pocket? That's true. So, 
It's a little shot over at Doc, who will uh, we uh, like Doc Rivers here, but yeah, he's he's oh, it's Doc's Doc again. He's he's in that similar thing where is he going to win you a championship? No, but every every team he's had, they've been pretty competent. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not going to win you a championship with the Clippers, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know. well, but that could change. I mean, certainly, certainly they're looking pretty stacked. Real quick thoughts, uh, Zach, on the bubble overall and, and kind of any insight. We have into the handicapping. I was listening to the odds pod that you and McKee did throughout a ton of fun futures bets, talking props. And I, I, I saw this uh, theory. I think it was on Reddit. I forget where I had heard it, or maybe it was Drew Dinkmeyer, like a DFS guru guy. And he was he was pointing out um, the kind of difference in road and away splits on these judgmental stats. So an assist and a block are both kind of a judgment call. Where the home score, if it's like you know, the joker at home playing in Denver, he's going to be yeah. more inclined to call it a block or an assist. And then when they go out on the road, the opposing scorekeeper, not as generous. And there is a little home road split besides just being from, uh, you know, besides being home and away, the scorekeeper. Now it'll be interesting to see where these numbers come out and maybe there is some deep value. We'll probably get into this more when we talk DFS with McKee, but just overall looking at player props and handicapping this bubble. Uh, what have you kind of what kind of principles are you looking at here? Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, I like that theory a lot. Um, to add another sort of conspiracy type theory, you had sent this to me. Um, the three point shooting. Yeah. Um, players are on fire so far during the scrimmages. Um, just now, this is Monday night. JJ Redick just went six for six from three in the uh, third quarter. In, in the third quarter of the uh, Pelicans Bucks game. So definitely, I think you know. It's a good environment for shooters, unlike something like the Final Four, where we like to play unders because yeah. you know the depth perception in the football stadium is so far back. This is the exact opposite effect. Um, well, and, 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 and just kind of and ahead. just kind of to add on to that real quick, what he's kind of alluding to uh, is the fact that it's like a fixed location, the hoop that there's uh, there's like monitors or whatever behind it, so it's not that you know, where you have fans behind it normally through the see-through glass rebound or the, the glass blackboard or backboard. And it's kind of like changing depth perception, et cetera. And then you have going from court to court. They're going to be on the same court every day, the entire yeah. playoffs. These guys are going to be finding a rhythm. You're seeing it now. I mean, J.R. Smith is putting up like 20 points in a scrimmage yeah. and like, yeah, it's a scrimmage. But just as far as like guys being able to hit open shots, listen, shooters shoot and the best shooters like if you've locked in on a thing that, you know, like if I'm looking it's there, mechanics, right? It, it's Rhythm, muscle, memory, muscle memory and, it, and it's yeah. So, there, so I mean, as, as someone who has gotten hot before Sean, yeah, <laughs> I will tell you if you're in the same gym, like all you have to do is feel that feeling and see that location in the air. Like, like most great shooters, you're looking more at where you're shooting the ball than at the rim itself well, or even putting. Like imagine you're just putting, you're playing the same hole over and over and over again. You're going to know that green. Yeah. You're gonna I know would go well. even a step further. I, I think there might be a, uh, as far as in-game betting, perhaps even props. I wonder if we're going to find out maybe there's a, a skew, maybe one side, a little bit more friendly. Maybe the rim is a little looser, Oh, next uh, level. but I was actually going to go another angle. Sean, we've played rec basketball together and if there's nothing worse, you were mentioning home road scorekeeping splits. There's nothing worse than the lady who's just keeping score all night and couldn't give two shits by the last game. <laughs> yeah. I gotta wonder how many of these are, are these these subjective calls are we just gonna see voided altogether? Ooh. Because 
you know, maybe maybe it's time to punch the clock. What are they doing for scorekeeping? Are are, are they are each team supplying their own? Or are we just having one NBA? I, I would imagine it's just one person, right? Yeah, I believe I, it's some, I believe it's some sort of neutral third party, uh, you know, scoring. But that, now I that's think the a, angle, the angle's still there. That's the person you get to because you get them in on the fix. <laughs> He's not getting paid and that then, much. Yeah, I mean they're not paying the scorekeeper shit. You're not going to get LeBron James to throw a game. You are going to get that little nerd uh, sitting there, like you know, with the mechanical pencil. Oh hey, uh, you know, I'm trying to. Sh- I'm taking the under on assists for a Kawhi. So if it's looking like it's getting to seven and a half, eight, you may want to shade it under. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm guessing that I'm guessing that scorekeeper is usually like a ride attendant at Magic Kingdom or something, oh, yeah, exactly. and just got the fucking you know weekend gig at the NBA. So he literally took off the goofy no. mask, and now he's he's <laughs> he's taking over. He doesn't realize how much how much player prop action no. and DFS money exactly. is on the line. Yet another job you can get with a math degree. Well, and uh, we'll be we'll be going big DFS later in the episode. Oh. DraftKings is doing a free entry into their NBA Millionaire Maker. They're doing two of those. If you don't have DraftKings already, use that promo code SGP free entry into their Millionaire Maker. Hell yeah! Thursday and Friday night slate. So there, I mean, it's gonna come down to. I mean, I hope there's not a Scott Tolzien situation where someone's sitting at first place getting a million dollars, and then we have a scorekeeper issue on an assist or rebound. Things (laughs) things could get wild. All right, Zach, let's talk about some of these games here. Kicking things off, Utah versus New Orleans. Yep. Right now, New Orleans, and these are early lines. We'll see what mybookie.ag uh, settles at. Promo code SGP. Zion. It sounds like he's going to be practicing Wednesday. He was he was let out for a, a family emergency. It didn't seem like Lou Williams' family emergency, <laughs> which somehow required him going to uh, Magic City. Now he claims that he was only going to Magic City for the food, which is an insane thing to say about visiting a strip club. <laughs> but it seems like Zion probably a more legitimate. Family excuse that didn't involve a trip to Magic City. He, I, the latest I heard is that he's practicing Wednesday. My theory is, and it's been my theory the entire time, is that the NBA is like licking their chops to get that eight-one yep. Zion uh, LeBron matchup. They're gonna do everything they can to help him get back, get him in there, and that's a little bit of conspiracy theory. Although See, Utah is a solid team, I'm going, I'm going Pelicans minus three. Zach, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm honestly kind of in with you on the conspiracy theory to a certain extent. Um, I'm surprised that Zion's going to attempt to play in this game, given how cautious they were with, with with him at the beginning of the year. You know, they held him out for what, like five, six months on a foot injury. Yeah. Um, so, and then, and, but then you have to figure the NBA is like, okay, you can't have Zion DNP in the first game of the bubble. <laughs> so have him on the active roster. I don't see him playing that many minutes. Um, so the jazz took the season series two one. Um, but Zion Zion only played in one game, which was a jazz win. Um, you know, I think the Pelicans are definitely a major public side here. I'm going to go with the jazz as well. Um, I think it's a tough matchup for, for Zion, particularly up against Rudy Gobert. Um, and, and, and everyone loves the Pelicans here. Everyone hates the jazz all of a sudden after Rudy Gobert shut down the NBA, uh, me too. But <laughs> But um, I'm going to go with the Jazz here as a dog to a team there. You know, had a better regular season than so far. I, well, I mean, obviously, there's not much you can handicap here. We have no idea what this is going to be. I think, I think we have no idea. But I would say I'm aligned with you guys. And furthermore, we'll get to this later when we give out some DraftKings lineup. But 
It, yeah, I think this whole like Zion is going to be a meaningful impact in this game is crazy because even if he's healthy, right? Like, aren't you highlighting Gobert as the kind of player that's going to give him trouble? Yeah, like, no. But, I mean, I'm, I I had a couple of numbers here. Zion went five for nineteen against the Bucks um, with Brook Lopez as a center, and then he went seven of eighteen against the Lakers with AD as a center. Those were the two best defensive matchups he went up against and struggled in both. Yeah, um, he's yet to and he's yet to go up against Rudy Gobert. All right, so you guys are both on. Sounds like Jazz plus three. Yeah, I'll stick. I'll stick with my New Orleans minus three, but I, I don't. There's no, a no, lot. I, of, I, your angle's fun. There's a, there's a lot of other stuff that I like at, of these first couple. But games. if you want to make some money, you got to join the side of of Zach and, <laughs> and Ryan, which is all right. Get on those dogs. <laughs> Speaking of Clippers, four and a half point dogs against the Lakers opening night. That's going to be a great game Thursday. Already mentioned the Lou Williams Strip Club, uh, where he, <laughs> again clarified just going to Magic City for the dinner. Uh, another little, uh, another little fun story. Jr. Like, dude, you play in the NBA. Come on, bro. Like, I get it. They serve food at strip clubs, but I mean, in fact, Sean, you and I Hashtag have. I know. It, I was gonna put out a tweet making fun of the guy, but then I remembered the delicious steak we once had at a Las Vegas strip club. So I wasn't. I was. I. I'll wait to eat at magic city before <laughs> I, and did you see Johnny Manziel came in and said that the best wings he's ever had in his life were at magic city. Uh, but again, I think that's a sense memory thing where you're looking back yeah. on your trip, yeah, you remember like, eating the wings. And then the fact that you saw a bunch of tits makes you like the wings. Even the more. best bacon you ever eat is when you're camping. I, I like wings and tits, but I feel like they're, they're two separate uh, times <laughs> to enjoy those. Uh, this was a great quote from J.R. Smith. I'm going to read this verbatim. <laughs> Quote, honestly, I packed like seven because I figured I'd be good for w- once a day, but then I ain't calculate all the showers in between everything that I'd be doing. Smith said, quote, so I'll be running through them in like two, three days. We got a good laundry system, though. And that's Jared Smith on his underwear situation, chronically <laughs> low packer. <laughs> <laughs> but sounds like he's good to go. I, and I think this is a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a statement game for the Lakers. LeBron seems to be chomping yeah. at a bit at the bit when there was rumors of them talk uh, talking about canceling the season altogether. He was very vocal about like, no, we're playing the season. Seems to be playing well in these. Uh, he needs to get that China money, Sean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get him some China money and then some China food like uh, Eddie Lacy. Oh wow, Feast Eddie mode. Lacy. Uh, I, I just think the Lakers roll here. I'm I'm going chalk here. Lakers minus four and a half, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, certainly, you can make a case for the Clippers, Zach. What are you doing here? I I I, I think uh, with with the Lakers, the Clippers probably are going to be at without Harrell, without Lou Will, without Pat Beverly. Um, I'm gonna go with the Lakers as well. Um, yeah, I think I think they're going to come in hot. And you know, the concern with the Lakers is is not their top end talent; it's ultimately their depth. So in Game One, um, you know, coming out like you said, Sean, with something to prove. I like the Lakers. Well, um, in, in this matchup, and I'll and I'll really tout more when we when we talk uh, DFS lineup. But Devonte Kakak, Kakak, I, I think that's how you pronounce that game. Kakak, Kakak, Yeah, my my boy Kakak is racking <laughs> up the rebounds. He's only a three thousand dollar play in DraftKings, and uh, you know you read you read what um, the coaching has been saying about him, and they they seem to really. I have a quote here as well on. On Kaycock, that they love his aggressiveness, and so I I think he could be making a little noise there. But Kramer, what are you doing here in this Lakers Clippers game? 
I mean, uh, you know, I guess I'm trying to think fondly of things I liked about sports back when there were sports. And one of those things is uh, rooting, rooting for LeBron James. And then saying I was getting off the LeBron wagon cause he's a <laughs> Laker uh, and fighting that, that realization that I still like rooting for LeBron James. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take the Lakers as well. I think, uh, I think LeBron knows what the fuck is up right now. He gets an opportunity to win a cheap championship. Yeah. And a low, yeah, think, a low volume championship. And he realizes that all he has to do is like go hard and get AD to go hard for like just a couple weeks and they can get it done, which is like, you're never going to get this opportunity again. So yeah, I, I think uh, as I stated, Sean, in the back when we talked to McKee about the NBA and what we were looking at the win totals, I fully expect the Lakers to roll all, all, yeah. all bubble long. Kramer, just to back up on that. I mean, I feel like the big thing that the NBA has going for it with this bubble is that the superstars have too much at stake with the, with the type of like rings culture that has emerged in the NBA, yeah. you know, LeBron can't sacrifice a, another prime year of his legacy. Like he really needs a ring this year. Same yeah. thing with Giannis, same thing with Kawhi. So the re- I think that's why there's so much energy behind this bubble because the players have the individual players have so much at stake with who, who gets this ring. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it, it's one of those things too, where like, you don't want to accidentally let someone into the club, you know, you know, <laughs> well, and, and yeah, quick yeah, sidebar yeah. coming back to the Lou Williams thing for one more time, the NBA, if they were smart and they, they are pretty smart for the most part, as far as leagues, why would they not put a, a strip club in the bubble? Like we, just find <laughs> 10 of the magic city, great promo opportunity, find 10 of your favorite ladies, have them quarantine in the strip club. I get it. It's b- taking place at Disney, but they, they have adult Island at Disney world. You can't tell me they can't have a strip club bubble. Like that would be the perfect opportunity for everyone. And uh, I mean, certainly a huge revenue opportunity for these women to be trapped in a bubble with NBA players. They it's, really, it's they really ri- missed out. It's absolutely ridiculous. You need to just uh, mark my words, put a strip club in the bubble, solve a lot of problems. Trailblazers. <laughs> One and a half point favorites against Memphis. I was going, uh, I was going back and forth on this one. I didn't know which way to go. The deciding factor to me was this foot swelling uh, that I'm reading Mm. about Lillard. Although, you know, the trailblazers are in that nine spot right now. So they can't really afford not to play guys. I think he will play, but I I do think that's going to slow him down a little bit. So gun to my head, I'll take Memphis plus one and a half Zach, which way you leaning? I'm I'm going Portland here. Um, I actually I, I really like the game script here, kind of of Memphis coming out really hot. They're the younger team. Um, they kind of have a little chip on their shoulder, something to prove as that eight seed team. But everyone's kind of taking the Pelicans over them. I think Memphis comes out hot, and then I'm going to look to jump on Portland live. So, um, but I like Portland in general. But I just want to point out the the double results you know, bets they have on my bookie. I love playing those this time of year. So definitely going to look at Memphis first half Portland game there. Ooh, that's a good angle. No, it is a good angle. Uh, I'm I'm just going to go again. Another team I was high on when we discussed the win totals a couple weeks back was Portland because Portland has the makeup of a team that could do well in this shortened season. 
they have the makeup of a team that can kind of just do a restart and they have some guys on their team that I fully trust. I mean, Dame Lillard's a guy who you like, yeah, you know what dudes I, are going to strip clubs. You think Dame Lillard's going to a strip club right now? I, I almost, no. I almost forgot that CJ McCollum beat Duke. <laughs> Give me Portland minus one and a half. I don't know what I was thinking. That's I mean, right. this is basically a must win game for Portland. I mean, they're yeah, no, the more you're right. The more you guys lay it out, the more Portland is like, it really is motivated for this one. Yeah. And they're, and they, and they have a huge chance here to make up a full game because they would be beating Memphis, the team they're chasing. So yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a huge game obviously for Portland um, and, and they have playoff experience and it's going to be a playoff type atmosphere. As Kramer said, two of the teams that are lucky to get invited to the bubble <laughs> Phoenix suns squared off against the wizards, the Washington basketball team wizards getting three and a half points. Uh, again, this one was, it, it was like, I didn't know what to do because wizards they're, they're kind of got what, like a skeleton roster. Not a lot of, I think uh, who's out Beal and wall are out. Right. Or just, yeah. Wall. And uh Davis Burton's probably the third best player. Yeah. So it's like, what is, what are the wizards going to do? But then are you really going to take the Suns as a favorite? No. I, I think I, no. I just kind of punted this one Two bad teams. I'll take the points of the wizards, but Zach, what do you, what do you lean in here? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't lay seven points with Phoenix. They're not very good either. Um, I mean, this is a horrible game. I feel bad saying that because you know we didn't have sports for a while. <laughs> you know, Don't worry, six sport, months sports isn't listening. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think you have to take the dog here. But I like this game to go over two twenty-five. Um, just doesn't really seem like either team is that motivated to be here. Um, no defense. No You're defense is going to be play. I mean, I, I don't see guys locking in in this game. They're going to be getting up and down. Um, basically, will be a scrimmage type atmosphere. And they went over that total. You know, they they played a 140, 132 game this year earlier this year in their one matchup. So, oh, wow, um, I'm I'm looking at over 225. And if yeah. you want to play the side, I like Washington. Dude, yeah, these dudes have been playing NBA 2K all quarantine. And I don't know if you watch that shit on Twitch. Sean, now that we're big time Twitch oh, casters, yeah. I, I do a little research, study the competition, but the way they don't play games, they don't broadcast awesome games that you can bet them. Like we do. They, they play this three on three bullshit where it's basically about getting money and going to the shop and buying new shirts and shit. <laughs> like the fucking world is fun. So these guys are they're They're going to want to play some three on three. There's no defense being played. And Sean, by the way, I, I, you know, coming back to uh, we were, we were talking heavily about the, the new hockey team in Seattle, the Kraken. And how you know it's a very uh, polarizing name. People love it or hate it. Uh, the Wizards have forever flown under the radar for an all-time bad name. Well, I, they went from the Bullets, which you can argue is a pretty awesome <laughs> name, but you know yeah. you don't necessarily want to highlight that part of your city. Uh, but the Wizards, Wizards, yeah, no, and like the NBA is just like no one's been like, what the fuck <laughs> is a Wizard? No, it's pretty soft. I mean, Washington basketball team. I, that that certainly should be in the mix for but the yeah, Wizards. No, oh, coming back to it, there's no way. Hey, you I'm can a wizard. Like you're no, you're a 28 year old dude. What are you do? What are you talking about? I, I like the over angle. I I don't see how you can lay the points, right? Oh, I I love all the overs here early. I, I don't. I haven't looked at. I've seen some of the opening numbers, but just gun to my head, I, I think they're they can't set those things high enough. At least for these first first round of games, Celtics squaring off against the Bucks. Bucks are favored by five and a half. As much as I hate to back a Boston team, I, mm. I think this 
this college type environment really favors the Brad Stevens led team getting five and a half points. And you throw in the fact they just got Kemba Walker back. Uh, he seems like he's going to be good to go for this game. I, I don't like Faden Giannis, but I think five and a half is a hair high. I'll take the Celtics. Zach, which way are you lean in here? Yeah, I think I'm taking Boston too. I mean, it's funny. We, we always talk during regular sports, like, okay, what, what, what would this line be on a neutral floor yeah. um, for, for pro sports? And now we have that. Yeah. I really, I, I would not have expected, you know, this big, I think, you know, I, I don't have Milwaukee five and a half points better than Boston on neutral floor. Um, and you know, no one fears this bucks team. I think that that's kind of my big, my big thesis when it comes to the Eastern conferences, you know, the bucks, the bucks have the statistical profile and the record and the, and the performance of a dominant one seed. But I don't think anyone is afraid of them after what they showed in the playoffs last year. And I think Boston's going to take it to them in five and a half, a lot of points. And, and you could, you could make a very clean argument that this is the team that is hurt most by the pandemic in that they're losing that home field or that home court. And <clears throat> I think while not every team is going to get hurt by not having to or not, no team is going to improve by having to play all neutral, neutral games. But I think some teams are going to get hurt more than others because their home court was so important. Then when you sprinkle in the fact that Brad Stevens is probably going to have an edge over most of his coaching foes here, um, just because it's weird, it's weird times. And I certainly expect his team to be prepared. Now, normally I would give teams with superstars waivers. So I am intrigued to see what happens with Giannis and this, this bucks team. But again, I'm with you guys. Like I'm not, I'm not going to lay points before I see what the fuck is going on. And well, I think in hey, general, this is in, in a way I'm applying preseason football rules here in that, like I, I expect there to be a great shooting. We've seen that, right? We, we have a theory as to why that will be. I expect there to not be a ton of defense because dudes are kind of, I expect a lot of people are mailing this shit in and not mailing it in, but like, maybe they're not going to go hard. And the last bit of that would be is I'm not, I'm certainly not going to take a team as a favorite when the perception was built in a completely different circumstance. Yeah. And worth noting, I mean, the bucks almost had that one seed completely locked up. I mean, we got an eight game season mini season that we're looking at and they're six and a half games up on the Raptors. So their motivation to really go all out in these warm up games, essentially for them is gotta be limited. Whereas the Celtics, they're only three games behind the Raptors, maybe a little bit more motivated. I mean, right now they would be playing the Sixers who they kind of have their number. So maybe they want to stay there, but I I think you'd rather get that two seed and then play the nets. Um, But you know, so maybe a slight difference in motivation there. Next up, we got the Kings squaring off against the San Antonio Spurs Kings, two and a half point favorite. Again, these weird times. I, I think I'm going to be applying a lot of this to uh, the coat to the NFL season as well. But when in doubt, it's early. Guys are still figuring things out. Ryan did knock on wood, so we are covered there. When discussing the football season, I'm going to lean to coaching, especially veteran coaching. Give me Greg Popovich getting points. I, I know uh, maybe the Kings have a better roster, certainly a younger roster, but uh, the Spurs there's just a lot of continuity there. And, and when in doubt, I'm going to lean continuity. What are you doing here, Zach? Yeah, I'm going with the Kings. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually, <laughs> this is I'm great. Actually, hey, no, um, I don't, I don't have a strong take on this. I want to hear Zach's angle. No, no. I, I so last 15 games coming into the vibe and, and I'm, I've been, I've been using that stat a lot. It's kind of, it's arbitrary, but it was kind of just like paint a picture, I guess, of the, the team that was before the season closed. Last 15 games, Spurs were the Spurs were um, 
minus 6.2 points per hundred possession. The Kings were actually a top 10 team in the league. Um, almost th- three points positive per hundred possessions. And I, I, I like what the Kings bring to the table. I mean, my, my, my smart side of my brain, I guess is telling me take San Antonio because no one knows anything with Popovich. but I'm going to, you know, test that Sacramento thesis. I'll, I'll tell you the Kings here. Kramer, what are you doing? Are you trusting the thesis or Greg Popovich? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think this is again, m- you know, maybe Brad Stevens doesn't have the like 20 year system that Popovich does, but I think this is a time where you trust the system. And I think what Popovich has built, they know the type of player they want. They know that they know how they're going to coach them and they know what they're, what they're going to expect from their players and their players know what the what's expected of them. So when they show up to a new situation, it should be just like riding the proverbial bike plug it right back. They're, they're probably one of the teams that I would say is more accelerated from a cohesion. We're not going to see a ton of rust. Uh, this is again, just the theory. We'll see what actually happens. Uh, but yeah, for that reason, I would, I would be, I would be fading Zach for the first time tonight. I think, wow. Well, you know, this is a, uh, we can't agree on everything, but we do agree <laughs> that Joe judge okay. is the future. Hey, we do agree on that. <laughs> this is this should be a great game. Houston versus Dallas right now. The line floating around Mavericks plus one. I, I'm feeling pretty good about Houston. Harden came in dialed in. I know we did a uh, NBA betting podcast with McKee a yeah. little while back when just the numbers came out and the win win totals for the NBA teams. And I, I think I was leaning the angle of like Harden's going to be out of shape. He's going to be, you know, this is a guy who had his his number retired at a strip club. This is not a guy who's going to be, you know, doing CrossFit and getting his core work in for the season. But he's come. He, I mean, from just <laughs> briefly watching the scrimmages, he's come back. He's come back like balling out of control. In spite of the fact that he wore a uh, Blue Lives Matter uh, a mask by accident, he said it just looked cool and didn't realize it was like a political thing. Uh, go kind of going against Black Lives Matter. Complete sidebar there, but Harden, <laughs> he's dialed in. He's hanging and, out with Deshaun Jackson. And I think of all the of all the teams, from what we've seen so far, and maybe this changes when we actually get to the playoffs and they start ratcheting up the defense a little bit. But teams like Houston, which uh, which are set up for true shooters and just fast paced scoring, it seems like that's the teams that are winning these scrimmages. And I think we're going to see that type of pace of play in these la- in these eight remaining regular season games. Maybe things shift when we hit the ch- quote unquote playoffs, but I really like, I like Houston early here. So give me Houston laying one Zach. What do you think about that angle? Yeah, no, I like Houston here too. Um, I Thank think God. Da- Dallas, <laughs> Dallas doesn't really have anyone to match up with James Harden. Like you said, he's looked good. Um, I was pretty impressed. Memphis kind of tried to take it to them yesterday in their scrimmage and Houston really responded and they really competed and they got a win. So I, I like Houston here. Minus one Kramer. I mean, I think the, one of the things, one of my notes for this game was the shooting comments we had up top, which is, you know, I mean, isn't this the dream scenario for this Houston team? I mean, really, they kind of stumbled into this, like the, the way things are going to be going here. It, it really seems like a, a layup for this Rockets team. I, I certainly expect them to be a team that's pressuring. Like if, if someone's going to, going to challenge um, it, it, you're going to need it to shoot the ball. Well, because everyone's going to shoot the ball. Well, like, I don't think we're going to see those like finals, bad shooting nights because everyone's been shooting in the same fucking gym for two months at that point. So yeah, Houston minus one cosine next up. And I'm actually seeing that uh, flipping over. 
to. Oh, really? Going the other way. I'm seeing some uh, steam come in on Dallas, John. Oh wow! Okay. It's been a while since I've gotten to say that about anything that's not a video game. So <laughs> pretty excited. Video game steam is is real. Next up, we got the Heat squaring off against the Nuggets. I know Zach's big Nugget guy. Is he going to take the Nuggets plus two? Bull Bull has been like the star of these uh, scrimmages so far, draining threes. The Nuggets. They kind of they've used this time to to tweak some lineups here. I think for the scrimmages, they they said uh, one of the lineups they had was one of the tallest lineups in NBA history. Okay. So they're I think they're going with the three center route where they're having like Joker play point center, which I, I don't know how much they'll actually use this when the when the games start up. But I imagine if they're running it out in the scrimmage, we're going to see some of that. Could be fun uh, DFS play for Bowl Bowl, but. Yeah, I, again, I was kind of throwing out the high elevation uh, angle <laughs> with Denver because they were they were in better shape, but yeah, uh, they've all been down in Florida yeah. here. Maybe that's not as strong, but either way, this Nuggets team, I, I'm still kind of on board with getting a couple points here. That's the way I'm leaning. Uh, Zach, what are you doing here? Yeah, this is a tough game. I, I almost want to wait until what happens with the Clippers Lakers game on Thursday night because. Denver is currently only a game and a half back from the Clippers for that second seed. Yeah. Um, even though it doesn't really feel like it, you know, I feel like people have kind of separated the West from after the Clippers. Um, so, you know, if Denver wakes up in the morning in this game and they're a game out of the two seed, I mean, I, th- and, and not that they wouldn't be motivated otherwise. I just wanted to raise that. Um, but yeah, I'll take Denver here too. M- Miami, both teams have actually had you know, struggles with getting guys into the bubble and cases of the virus on their team. So that definitely played into why Denver had to use weird lineups. Um, but yeah, Miami also has a few cases and, and people who came in late. Um, so I'm going to go with Denver here. Sean, I fr- I'm pretty sure you, you highlighted this game specifically as a game you were looking to bet on because of the elevation angle. Yeah. Uh, even though they've been hanging out there, as you know, Sean, you're a runner. Couple of weeks at elevation is not going to change the fact that your blood's been operating for for months, years at elevation. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just more of a fuck Miami. I'm wearing my Knicks shirt, right? Fuck the Heat. Fuck the Heat. This is a uh, this would be the Clippers' second game, and they're squaring off against New Orleans. Also, their second game right now. Wow. The, the look ahead line: Clippers minus five, Pelicans getting five. I, I think I'm just going to keep riding the, the, uh, the Pelicans here. We'll see what happens in that first Clippers Lakers game and, and see how hard the Pelicans are going. Cause they are on that there. They need every single game and, and the Clippers will see, you know, how hard they end up going. Cause they are five games back. But then like, um, like Zach pointed out, nuggets are kind of nipping at their heels for that two seed. They probably don't want to fall down to three cause then they would, uh, they would be squaring off against the Rockets right now. So interesting. I, all things equal. I'll lean uh, New Orleans here at five, but I, I don't feel great about it. Zach, what's your what's your take? I know it's a little far out here, but what are you doing? Yeah, I, I'd lean Clippers there just because the situation you described. But I definitely just like want to emphasize like kind of what Kramer's been saying. I mean, I think you want to be really patient with like this bubble and give it a couple days to start. You know outlaying all of your units on my bookie.ag like um you know for your mega whale place for your mega whale place wheel man exactly like you know shit's gonna change so quickly and we're gonna we're gonna tell really quickly you know which angles were legit that have been 
you know, people are coming up with before, before we start play here. So yeah, I, I would lean Clippers there, but I would also, you know, say I wouldn't be betting any team's second game before you've seen their first game in the bubble. And how, how many courts are there Two. It is three, three. I think the big thing will be just started. Like if I was going after this in an intelligent way, I would advise a start tracking some of this data. Yeah. Like it's going to be new. Data. It's going to be new to everyone. And two, this is, this is the exact scenario for live wagering. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be able to learn a lot in the first couple of minutes of these games, I think. And you know, God bless live wagering. God bless uh, the idea of not having too many of these games running concurrently. Uh, I think if you really wanted to immerse yourself, you're going to be able to spend, you know, a couple of days, you're going to get a whole bunch of data points and you're going to see like, what does a team look like in a back-to-back situation? Because you know, now I'm not going out and getting my roadside piece. Maybe I'm. I'm well, I'm yeah. There's no. There's no travel, so that affects the back-to-backs. All that stuff. Yeah. Like, is a back-to-back a bad thing, or is it just like playing two rec league games on or, a Thursday yeah, and a Friday night? Yeah. Are you night? warmed up so, and you're dialed in, and it's like you want to. Same thing with golf in a weird way, where you you have a great round of golf, you're like itching to get out and play again because you're uh, okay. I got my drive figured out. I'm putting well. And I think the consistency in terms of like every game is going to feel the same relatively, whether or not you're the road team or the home team. So like figuring out, like, are we actually making these neutral? Is it neutral? Are teams reacting better? So I, I don't know. I, and I like the one thing I also noted, Sean, is I have a feeling, even though there's tons of information on this, you're still going to get some, some psychological bias towards the fact that the bottom team is Ooh. usually favored and that's, that's and I, next level Kramer. And I wonder if it well, cause think about how many people just want action Yeah, and they're like, Oh sweet. Really? The Clippers are home and they're only like <laughs> four. Like we have some fans that that would not be a surprising outcome. So looping it all the way back to the lean on that game. I think I'm fading new Orleans until I see them with Zion healthy, looking like a team that can compete. Sixers squaring off against the Pacers, their opening night. Sixers right now, the early line is looking like Sixers minus four. Lot to unpack with the Sixers team. Of course, moving uh, Ben Simmons to power forward. A Shake, road favorite? Shake Milton gonna be uh, <laughs> playing point, and Shake has had a kind of great start to the season before things got shut down. Embiid, of course, being Embiid has some minor uh, calf injury. Now calf tightness seems like it's according to everyone. It's not going to be an issue, but really bearing the lead, Ben Simmons hitting threes. I know I was very skeptical and I even was like recommending the prop bet of taking the under, I think threes hit in the bubble. And all of a sudden he's hitting him in the scrimmage. He went to a sports psychologist, which oh, is no. Oh, no. The one that it's, just such a, <laughs> it's such a funny visual of I'm just imagining Ben Simmons laying out on the on the therapist's couch and a guy with like a pocket watch. You're getting very sleepy. It's a, it's You're not guy. afraid of the line. The line is your friend. Just stand by. It's a guy it. with a pocket watch and a picture of Chuck Knobloch up on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, he's. It seems like he's willing to fire. For the younger fellas who don't know who Chuck Knobloch is, he's a second baseman who forgot how to throw to first base. Yeah, and he was like an all-time sports psychologist case. Anyway, horrible case of the yips. But again, the Sixers thing is interesting because they had glaring home road splits where they were so dominant at home and just like look like dog shit on the road. Maybe it kind of evens itself out because. You you don't really have any true road games, but then again, you don't have any home court advantage. 
long story short, I'm obviously taking the Sixers here. I'd love to hear Zach's take on this game. I think I'm taking the Sixers too. Um, Indiana now without Sabonis for probably the rest of the bubble. That's a big injury for them already likely without Victor Oladipo. So, um, and yeah, this Philly team seems kind of revitalized. So I'll, I'll take Philly here. That's a funny uh, anecdote. Instead of ROS rest of season, it's R it's Rob rest of bubble. <laughs> yeah. Rest of bubble. Exactly. Uh, I would say like the note, I, 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 the, the kind of organic conversation point I wrote down for this game was uh, this is where you want to, th- the other angle here is look at the guys who might be your typical play into shape guys, guys who maybe aren't as durable. What are we, what are we worried about, Sean? Those soft tissue injuries yeah. uh, look for guys who have issues with that and big men because they haven't been dealing with the pounding and you know, part of the NBA season, they always talk about it. It's a grind, right? It's about, it's about, so they're going to be fresh on one hand, but also like there's going to be a lot of that contact happening that maybe hasn't been happening at the rate it's going to be happening. So like we're going right into playoffs and, and all those players always talk about how a playoff game is like one and a half to two times as, as, as much on the body as a regular season game. So my concern for backing a team like Philly is purely just that like Embiid will 100% get hurt. I, I guarantee Embiid is not playing by the time the playoff season starts. Like it just seems like a certainty, right? Like imagine if Shaq was still in the NBA, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, I mean, Shaq, Shaq's not going to be doing a goddamn but thing. May, maybe early all this and, time resting up. And to your point of Ben Simmons shooting three. Yeah. That's what you want. You want him to get some weird shooting confidence and then he starts <laughs> well, shooting. It'll least, be like Rondo and the whatever. At least he's shooting and hopefully drawing some of the defenders out. That was really the big issue was that they were able to crowd the paint by playing off him so much. But yeah, I mean, I think if, I don't know. I laying a lot of points if you're taking Philly here. So Last you're taking you're taking the Pacers. I'll take the Pacers. Final game uh, that we're seeing some lines out here. Uh this is the Raptors first game. They're playing the Lakers. Looks like Raptors getting 4 points. I love the Raptors here. I I think this team, again, you talk about continuity, a team that can kind of just gel, a team that's well coached. I think you're nailing everything about the Raptors and the Lakers will be coming off that big, like welcome back to the bubble game. Again, like we said, they kind of have a little bit of lead that they're not going to be super motivated. Raptors will be playing their first game. Maybe it hurts them because Lakers are familiar with the court and the mechanics and everything else. But I, I like the Raptors, especially as a dog here, Zach, uh, what's your, what's your lean on this game? Yeah, I wish it was more points, but I agree with everything you said. It's basically polar opposite in terms of the scheduling spot. It'll be Toronto's first game in the bubble. They're kind of a hungry underdog type team coming in with something to prove. And the Lakers will be coming off a big emotional letdown spot. So I'll take the Raptors, but uh, I wish the line was a little better. Uh, This is, I guess the concern here is LeBron is just in FU mode, I think. But one of the things I would note, uh, and maybe this applies more to the Western conference teams as like more of a macro advantage, but the travel miles that they won't be traveling, whether it be the playoffs or whatever, Toronto, while the East coast teams don't travel as much, Toronto probably has a little bit more than the average Uh, same with like a team like Miami, but really you got to look to the West coast teams. You got to look to the teams that are constantly having the longer travel uh, travel mileage. So I wonder if just not having any travel would implicitly raise the Western conference team. Now they've had pretty much a, a ton of success in the finals. So may, maybe it's a moot point, but I, I think we're going to discover something about the fact that they're not traveling that allows us to gain an edge on the financial market known as the NBA betting 
over at my. I love. I love when you. I love when you go full like stack guy on uh, calling out these picks. Oh, I'm just proud of the fact that we created a new financial market, Sean. You of course are talking world. about betting on uh, simulated football. But games. I, I'm very excited to talk about real sports. It does. It feels good. It feels great. And I'm excited about like you ever seen that video of the two oceans coming together and one's like really murky and one's like crystal blue clear. I think it's the Indian Ocean and the Pacific Ocean. I feel like that's what's going to happen when the DGens from the sim world meet with the DGens from the real sports world and it's going to be this It's going to be this beautiful uh not melting bowl but salad no. bowl Ooh, okay. of different personalities. Well, and of course uh we just gave out all the credits for the football tournament. And then uh, shout out to Garrett guy who got second place tweeted out that he had already like mere hours after receiving his credits already lost his $500 in my bookie credits. And then he, and then he DMS me and goes, Hey, but uh, I got top five. Do I still get a free t-shirt? And I go, yeah, yeah. Send me your, send me your size and your address. And then he writes back, can I get uh, extra credits instead of a t-shirt? <laughs> Oh, I'm like, oh my god, that hurts. Yeah, that shirt's forever, bro. Well, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just imagining him pawning his shirt for like fifteen dollars to deposit. You can turn into thirty with the hundred percent deposit That's bonus. Right. All right, lock dog tease time. Mm. Haven't played this drop in a while. Happy birthday. Sean, ha- haven't played it since we thought we were just having fun didn't realize we were revolutionizing the world and fixing a void with no tournament Exactly. when we did bites bracket. So yes, the lock right. tease is back. It is. Bless you, Zach. Zach. Thank oh, you. No. Sorry. Oh, I hope that's just allergies now. <laughs> a little springtime allergy. Nothing, okay. nothing, nothing to worry about. <laughs> nothing here. to see here. All right. So exactly. I'll kick things off my lock. Give me Houston. I, I mm. just think perfect matchup for the team and the situation dog. Give me the Celtics. I mean, they could be like plus two hundred against Milwaukee. Doesn't really need it for my tees. Uh, I'll throw in uh, throw in the Sixers, a Nuggets. Get that up to like s- probably six, maybe, and then Sixers Nuggets, and then the last team. Uh, yeah, throw the Lakers in there. I think you you get that at what a pick. That feels pretty good or close to a pick. So Sixers yeah, four point tees. Sixers Nuggets Lakers. Going pretty chalky there, but uh, Zach, what do we got for a lock dog and tease? Well, what was your lock again, Sean? Sorry, uh, Houston. Houston. Okay, I'm gonna go with Houston as my lock as well. Oh, uh, great double choice. lock! Absolute. Make sure we had a little consensus lock there. Um, so Houston minus one is a lock. As my dog, I will go with the Jazz uh, against the Pelicans in that first opening game. Uh, <laughs> That's probably be like a little plus one thirty action or something like that. Oh yeah. And then for my tease, I won't give you a tease, but I'll give you over two twenty five in the Suns Wizards game. And if you have my bookie account, I will also say double result Memphis first half Portland game in their first game. I like that one. That that will play pretty. I would imagine that would pay nicely. Uh, Sean. Yes. Am I allowed to go now? Yep. Lock okay. dog and tease. Lock it. Portland. I mean, I like the double result angle, perhaps a juicier way to play it. I just don't see any world where Dame Lillard isn't ready to ball here. Dog, I'm with Zach's Utah. I don't, I, you know, the more we talked about it, the more I'm curious as to why they're not uh, favored in this spot. Mm. And then uh, for a tease, because why not? Teases are fun. Let's tease Houston, because of course you want to tease basketball games around that key number of zero. Uh, the keyest number <laughs> on the board. 
so uh, what's that? Houston plus three. We'll go. Uh, and like I said, hopefully Dallas becomes the favorite. You can get a little bit more value in that teaser. Oh yeah, if you could get that up to five. I, I feel filthy t- telling people to bet NBA teasers, but I'm gonna do it. I'm also gonna tease. Uh, I'm gonna come back to my Utah. I'm gonna tease that up to six and a half. And then for the last one, I'm gonna tease that Lakers Clippers spot. Lakers pick. They they take down that opening spot. Absolutely love it. Love it. And uh, it was awesome as always to get to talk to Zach. Make sure you give Zach a follow on Twitter at NBA Zach B. And uh, Zach, I know you're going to be doing some. You got the contest going against McKee. You guys laid out mm. a t- uh, what a hundred unit challenge. We're calling it the Sharp Off. Ooh. So I'm sure they'll be tweeting about that, talking about that on podcasts. And uh, we're going to be launching a new NBA gambling podcast feed. Stay tuned for that. We're going to talk more about that with McKee. But uh, make sure to follow Zach on Twitter at NBA Zach B and going to be doing daily free NBA picks as well. Zach, uh, appreciate you calling in, man, and good luck there with this uh, NBA action. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck with all these bets in the uh, first couple of days back of NBA basketball. Real quick before we let Zach go, Zach, now that you're now that you're all rise and you're done in the Danny Dimes threads, give me a prediction for record this year. <laughs> Uh, like a gritty 10 and six that like feels like a 12 and four emotionally. <laughs> you stand with me and Walter football as picking the giants to win the East. <laughs> Let's go baby. Right. What could go wrong? Thanks Zach. Oh man. The NBA is back. And that means of course, betting on the NBA is back. And that of course means the opportunity to become your own sports book. Never been better. Ace per head. They can make that all happen. All you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. You can get set up and start booking your own action. That's right. Ace per head is the leader in pay pred providers. Amazing mobile experience, live in-game wagers, wagers graded immediately. They got it all over at Ace. Ace is the place. If you want to become your own bookie, aceperhead.com slash SGP. Use that link and you get up to six weeks free. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Joining us on the line, Ryan, rich, fat, baby McKee. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. You got, you got it right, bro. I nailed the nickname. It's officially the first time ever. This, I mean, uh, this is what it's taken. It, it's taken <laughs> us starting a new podcast feed for you to get my nickname correct. I'm yes. excited. That's well, what it. That's you what finally it's like. showed up on his radar. That you know, well, <laughs> and you can blame a couple of holes in my memory from uh, some Dave Matthews band Ooh, concerts, some pre, whippets, pre-gaming at the uh, at the Meadowlands before a Matthews concert. What a strange reference. So you're, uh, you're blaming that and not the <laughs> gallons and gallons of Irish whiskey you've drank. <laughs> I would never. I would never disparage a whiskey. On a podcast, I love whiskey. I love beer, and as an Irishman, they make me stronger. So no, it's like I, Popeye and his spinach. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. No, we uh, we are launching our own NBA gambling podcast feed. It, you may be listening to this on the NBA gambling podcast feed because we're going to be dropping that on the feed as well. But uh, yeah, Rich Fat Baby himself will be doing a daily NBA podcast. From now until, uh, how, are we just going to run it through to the end of the season? Uh, forever. I, I mean, in perpetuity. Uh, 
Right now, we're planning on being a, a daily or at least weekdays uh, through the end of the NBA finals. And then after that, you know, we'll cover the uh, betting on the NBA draft and summer league. If, or if that comes up or however, we don't, we don't know how the, the seasons are going to play out, but uh, it probably won't be daily in the off season, but you know, we're going to probably roll from one season and then just be a couple month break right into the next. So, Hey, who knows? Uh, there's a lot of seasonal weirdness, right? I mean, we have the yeah, same absolutely. thing going on with soccer where it's like you get a couple of weeks off and then bam, right back at it. Uh, you know, hopefully we have football also to distract <laughs> us in the fall. Yeah, no, there'll be plenty of distractions. Our wives will no longer see us at all. They'll be so excited. Well, I, I don't, I don't see it that way. Kramer. I see football as the thing I focus on and the rest of mm. life is a distraction Got for it. me focusing on football. Well, and I think the, the, the good news for myself and Sean is that we've already been, uh, I think we're actually going to dial it back with real sports compared to the load on the sim, the sim gods, because <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the amount of fake football, if I look back and the amount of fake sports we watched we've over logged, the past couple we've of months, some serious hours, it's going to be weird watching a game without Colby saying every 20 <laughs> seconds he can fumble. <laughs> He can fumble. What we programmed I, I, our brains I, for that. I, when you're watching a normal game, do you think you're going to hear Kobe in the back of your brain anyway? Though <laughs> there's certainly there's certainly a possibility just expecting that happening. To get, someone's going to smack me in the back. Yeah, no, I feel well, like I feel like I'm just hearing him when I'm like picking up clothes for the day or something <laughs> like that. He does find a, find that little niche there. <laughs> now, Ryan, uh, okay. Rich Pepe oh. McKee. Please. Yes. And maybe I should just call you uh RFB. Yeah, my, whatever, oh. man. I'm just I'm, I'm so excited you you remembered it this time you can come whatever the fuck you want. RFB. Now you and uh, our other big NBA guy Zach Bronner, you guys are doing a sharp off kind of like a 100 unit challenge where you did a bunch of like win season totals props. Make sure you check that podcast out on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. For people who missed it, what are your kind of uh, bigger plays or Maybe like some wild ones you have. What uh, of the ones you threw out in the sharp off? What are your favorite? What are your best bets before we yeah. break down and talk DFS? Absolutely. And this uh, this is one I've mentioned on your guys's podcast before, but this is my my lock. I don't see how one well this one does not pay off. Bam Adebayo playoff average rebounds. Uh, they've got it set at six on my bookie. Uh, he's been averaging close to 11 in the season. Uh, you get minus 140 odds right now on that. So bet the over on Bam Adebayo playoff average rebounds that player prop. Uh, I put 30 units on that. Uh, that's my, my largest bet of the sharp off is right there. Um, another player prop. I really like Luka Doncic playoff average assists under nine. You can get that at minus 120 right now. Now, uh, he was he's never averaged over nine assists. Uh he was just under that for this season. And he was having like, remember, an MBK M MVP caliber season. And he's only going to uh shoot more often once he gets to the playoffs. So he's gonna be passing a lot less. Uh and I'm not just like making that up. He, he did the same thing when he was uh, played for real Madrid and he would get to the Euro league championships. His assists went much went down a couple every time and his points went up. So look for him to shoot way more. Those are my two favorite 
player props right now for the. Wow. Uh, we're we're going to get Euro League coverage over on the NBA Gambling Podcast. That's right. I and, mean, in this, I've been digging, been digging into some deep, deep research during this quarantine, so I, I'm ready. And uh, we kind of touched on it earlier with uh, when we had um, Zach on that. There's going to be some weird, could be some weird scoring anomalies, and I, I think blindly just taking judgment call props, meaning a blocks and assists in particular, if you just blindly took all the unders on those, I think you're going to see that maybe some of these guys, assist numbers, block numbers in particular, were getting padded a little bit by the home scorekeeper. Mm -hmm. And now if we have an independent scorekeeper, which assuming we do, uh, I think the under is a smart way to play and, and you laid out square. a great case. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and a one more player prop, oh, since you, so you, you brought up my, uh, my main rival, Zach, uh, he <laughs> went for uh, will Ben Simmons make a three point shot in the playoffs. He went for no at minus two twenty five. I, uh, it's not a part of my official sharp off, but after seeing uh, him, <laughs> Ben Simmons hit a three pointer in the scrimmage, I, I, I immediately went over to my bookie and I put uh, 20 units on it plus uh, 160 for him to hit one three point shot in the playoffs. I think he does it. No, and I know when we when these lines are initially posted at my bookie, we did an NBA gambling podcast. Feel free to check that one out. But I was definitely on Team Simmons won't hit a three, but then he hired the sports psychologist, and now we're now we're now he's turned into the next JJ Redick. Look out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's a JJ Redick, uh, but he's definitely <laughs> hit one, right? One, three, and again, a thing they they say that the, um, you know, with no fans behind the backboard yeah. and stuff like that, that it can really improve shooting. Yep. Imagine uh, being the being so good at something that you were the number one pick, and then people are just <laughs> mocking you openly about your oh, inability. God. Like there is a bet. On you to make one three-point shot in the, the entire. The irony is, you could be also talking about Markel Fultz, a guy the Sixers traded up for, <laughs> well, and now, begs now the finally is maybe getting his shit together. Of course, in Orlando, and not for the Sixers. What's going on in that building there in Philadelphia? Well, that's they don't, creating they don't, these psychological they the, problems. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think there's one key to that thread that needs to go out, and it's Brett Brown. Mm. But I. I Maybe he maybe probably, the players maybe the players are so scared of getting batteries thrown at them. <laughs> uh, the shooting is off. They're, they've always got one eye in the crowd, making sure someone's not coming out of the stands at them. Well, well that was always. Uh, I mean, again, this was back in the day when batteries were cheaper. Now I feel like batteries are more expensive. The good people of South Philadelphia, they're not going to be throwing batteries out willy nilly. That's an interesting. That makes angle. sense. We're going so, into a recession. especially at that price. Well, especially in, in Philly. I mean, they're 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 going to care about the NBA for a whole two <laughs> weeks, and then what? Well, and then eventually, when football starts, football football is king in in the city of Philadelphia. But it's uh, we're we're going to be giving out a DraftKings lineup. Oh. That's right. DraftKings is back on the podcast. Hello. The leader in daily fantasy sports. They're doing not one, but two. One million dollar prizes through the first two days of the resume season. So Thursday you have a chance to be a millionaire. Friday you have a chance to be a millionaire just from playing NBA DFS. Are you kidding me? You know, of course, I'm Sean stacking the money green, <laughs> and I won two hundred thousand dollars playing a similar tournament in football. Super proud to mention. I just came, <laughs> I came over to record this podcast in my DraftKings truck. Maybe you could be living that kind of dream. 
no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million. And hey, besides basketball, they got golf, MLB, NASCAR, even uh, esports. Whatever you're getting into, DraftKings has you covered. But again, two million dollar top prizes first two days. All you got to do is download the DraftKings app, use that promo code SGP, and you get a free shot at a million dollars. Download the DraftKings app, use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at a million dollars with your first deposit. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Okay, I'll kick things off for my DraftKings lineup. Keeping it simple. This Since first, you are the two hundred thousand dollar exactly. Mayor. I'm the DraftKing in the uh, in the podcast currently. That's a humorous deal. And maybe one of you guys will knock me off, but we'll see. I'm starting. I'm keeping it simple here. Point guard LeBron James, ten thousand seven hundred dollars. We mentioned in the picks portion of the podcast that we're seeing a, we're expecting to see a motivated, fired up LeBron. Maybe his motivation wanes in the rest of these eight regular season games, but I think we, you know, game one, opening night, Thursday night, he, he's going to show up in a big way. So give me LeBron James ten thousand seven hundred using a nice chunk of my salary, McKee. What are you doing here? Well, I uh, I don't hate that pick. Uh, I didn't pick. LeBron, I, but I do agree with you. I think he's going to come out of the gates on fire. Um, but I ended up going for my point guard. I ended up going cheap off the top. I'm going with Reggie Jackson at $4,600 mm. because uh, sweet Lou Williams was a little too sweet. Uh, <laughs> went to a strip club and is not going to be able to play in the first game. Uh, so, and it also looks like Patrick Beverly. Uh, might be sitting as well. So I think the Clippers, they don't need to win a lot of games. Uh, you know, they're, they're pretty much set where they are in, in the second seed. I don't think they're going to push their guys too hard. So why not play Reggie Jackson, a guy they got on the cheap, on the trade, um, have him, he, you know, we've seen him light it up in scoring before. I think if they give him the green light, he'll go for it. Yeah, I, I, we actually have the same exact thing because it seemed obvious that why, why would you not start your lineup with this guy? He's going to get a ton of minutes. You never know, right? You never know down there. What happens in the bubble? It's going to be magical. Will it stay in the bubble? Hopefully. Oh, I did a little research on this one. Of course, I'm going to play a low price option like that. I, I mean, <laughs> that you kind of have to in a big contest. I feel like take him just because of yeah, how chalky that play is going to be and how cheap he is. I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. That's a solid. That's a solid angle for sure. My next guy, shooting guard. It, he's, uh, you know, some people call him the plumber. He's he's a fan oh, of the laying, plumber, a fan of laying the pipe, and he's been red hot in the scrimmages. I, I think just like straight up shooters. Again, I'm I'm working this angle. J.R. Smith only thirty eight hundred dollars. If there's anyone who's just not afraid to shoot in a game like this, it's going to be J.R. thirty eight hundred bucks. And that feels low to me. I mean, we'll see what the minutes break out, but I, I think he gets a decent amount of run. J.R. Smith, thirty-eight hundred bucks. McKee, who's your second guy? Who are you playing shooting guard? Uh, well, I'm actually uh, I'm going to disagree with your point a little bit later when we get to uh, some of my utility players. But uh, right now, for my shooting guard, I've got Donovan Mitchell oh my uh, at seven thousand. Um, 
actually, uh, if you go over to sports gambling uh, we have an article with some DFS picks by our, uh, our, one of our DFS geniuses, Chris Giordani. And he pointed out that, uh, something you want when you're playing DFS is a, a massive, uh, usage rate. And you also want a high paced team. So, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell has a, a 30.5% usage rate, which is one of the highest in the leagues and new Orleans who they're playing has the uh, second highest paced team. So I expect a big nine out of Donovan Mitchell. He's going to come out, uh, shooting a lot. Yeah. Another one cosine and you're going to see a, a trend here. I'm, I'm, you know, limited slate. So you want to identify those, those teams maybe that you think are going to go nuts. And I think Utah you'll see in my lineup is one of those teams. So I also went Donovan Mitchell. He also fits that category of guys. That's just like, he's mad. He's he's like Dame Lillard. Like he just wants to get on the court and chew on something. And I, I think, I think he, he's, he, he was oh, like, honestly, my lineup started, I know they're the top two guys, but I also, these were the two guys I first put into my lineup even before some of the higher dollar guys. So Donovan Mitchell, 7,000. Okay. Sean. My, my uh, small forward. Uh, now maybe this is crazy, but I still think even though they don't need this game tremendously, he's the guy's a freaking robot. And I, I gotta have a couple chalk guys in there. One of the chalk guys, Kawhi Leonard, 9,200. Mm. This, uh, I mean, maybe he doesn't go hard and, and I know they're, I, I think they're really going to be encouraged, especially this opening night to kind of let the stars give them some minutes. Maybe I think they wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if they dialed back later on in those games, but this first game, I think he'll be going hard. Kawhi Leonard, 9,200. And I mean, the guy's just a beast. What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, McKee? I mean, I, I, I didn't go Kawhi uh, just because I, I'm not sure what the Clippers are doing right now. I, I feel like if the Clippers do anything, I think they might uh, ramp their guys up. Uh, a little slower, maybe start, uh, make sure they don't, uh, blow out, uh, a knee on, on, on Leonard or Paul George. But, um, I mean, that's all conjecture. So who knows Kawhi's a fine pick. Uh, I, on the other hand, went cheap again with my, uh, small forward. I went with JJ Redick at 3,600. Uh, this is, he is very, uh, locked in right now. He wants to, uh, keep his streak of what I think like 12 straight years going to the playoffs. Um, so he's going to be really locked in again. I talked about how fast a pace of play the Pelicans go with. And, uh, yeah, he, again, he's a shooter. I think he's going to be hitting a lot of threes with, the without the, uh, without the fans behind the backboard. Sean. Yes. Again, I did. I did some actual homework. I like it. I'm coming in with ammunition and and you know what I'm going to tell you going with a Laker here, not named LeBron James at the small forward position. Cause it seems to me like Caldwell Pope is egregiously mm. underpriced only $4,000. And uh, in the last scrimmage, 17 points, one, three, three rebounds, three assists, two steals. So uh, looks to be uh, in the starting lineup. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but who, who's, who chose, who opted out? Who's the guard that opted out? Brad Bradley. Yes. Avery Bradley. Yes. And, and then, uh, uh, again, for 4,000, much like Reggie Jackson, he's, he's going to, his opportunity is going to mass massively outpace this price point. 
Yeah, yeah, I like that pick. He's going to he's going to want to hold off Alex Caruso and J.R. Smith too for a minute. So he's going to come out uh, really shooting. I tip my hand when we're talking uh, with Zach, but the power por- uh, forward position. This is my this is my Tariq Cohen. This is the <laughs> random guy that could have a huge game. That is a low price point, low ownership point that could really shock the world. Frank Vogel calls Devonte Kaycock a monster with his aggressiveness. He's been looking good in these scrimmages and he's the guy, and maybe I mispronounced his name for a third time, but he's the guy that uh, I'm looking to play here. And he's only $3,000. Gives you a lot of other options. Give me Kaycock McKee. What are you doing <laughs> at uh, power forward? Um, I mean, I, 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 I <laughs> applaud you going out on a limb there. You know, that's, that's the kind of that's the kind of Tariq uh, Cohen pick we would have expected from you. I, on the other hand, you got you got you to gotta roll the dice a little bit, right? I mean, yeah. I, I on the other hand, you know, um, we're recording this on Monday night, so uh, there still could be some news coming down about his playing time. But it does look like Zion has returned to the team. He is in shape. He's massive. I don't yeah. know if you've seen his arms. He freaking uh, Yeah, he looks so good um, at seventy five hundred. He is uh, about seven hundred dollars less than his. Uh, uh, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, uh, no, I, I take that back. Eight hundred dollars less than his teammate Brandon Ingram. Uh, so really? I like that price, uh, Zion at power forward right there. Well, Sean, yeah, uh, much like you, this is where I'm mounting my flag, assuming he's going to play through a poked eye. But I'm uh, I'm not going LeBron with the Lakers. I'm going Davis. And yeah, I can I can obviously pivot because he's ten thousand dollars, and I can put anyone else in this place. But uh, I he's going to dominate in this game. And I think for all the reasons McKee talked about with maybe the the Clippers uh, slowing it down, I just don't see any opposition to him in the middle. More more so, I think LeBron will be looking to get his teammates involved because he knows. Come playoff time, he can't do it alone. He needs them there. He needs AD playing like the MVP. And uh, I, I, yeah, let's go. Ten, ten grand. I'm pushing the chips here. Anthony Davis. I'm, like lo- I'm loving my life. You know, I, I love I, when I get to I like the end. That pick. I like when I get to the I'll... end, Sean. Hold, hold on one second. Right when, when I get to the end, Sean, you're gonna be like, "Wow, that is a million dollar lineup." <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say, Ryan? No, I was going to say, I like that pick a lot and uh, I'll get to my reasoning when I get to my center position. Oh, there we go. I'm going, uh, I'm going to the new Orleans, Utah game and uh, I'm not going to Zion. Maybe I, maybe I have him later on. There is a utility spot, but for right now I'm going Derek favors 5,800. seems like uh, just a steady option here. It, pretty good field goal percentage fantasy points per game. Uh, pretty consistent. So yeah, I mean, he was uh, he played 13 minutes in the um, Nuggets scrimmage, six points, three for four, four rebounds, one assist, one steal. Kind of an all-around game. That's that's what you want out of a guy getting 5,800. I think he'll have a decent amount of minutes. So give me Derek Favors there. What are you what are you doing at center, McKee? Uh, I'm going. Uh, you know, the Ryan's think alike. I'm I'm going with Anthony Davis. I put him in my center Ooh. spot. Um, as uh, again, as Chris Giordani uh, pointed out on our website, uh, you know, Davis comes into the playoff bubble, averaging uh, nearly 27 points a game, three assists, two and a half blocks, 
uh, and nine and a half rebounds. He's just been a monster on the boards. On top of that, you know, the Lakers are going to be dialed in and the Clippers are going to be a little shorthanded with their big men. Uh, it looks like Montrez Harrell is going to be sitting out, which means they'll probably be playing a lot more uh, Zubach. And uh, there's no way that Zubach can 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 keep up with, uh, you know, guarding Davis. I'm not sure who they're going to have guard Davis. I'm, they might put uh, Marcus Morris on him or something like that. So, yeah, we'll no, the more you guys are talking about that. It's good. No one's starting the uh, QAnon truther, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard, yeah. big QAnon guy. They're saying follows a bunch of QAnon. Uh, already got in trouble for not wearing his mask. Interesting character to say the least. Oh, no. Kramer, what'd you, and well, maybe you did start. I know you have a soft spot for Dwight Howard, been a huge fan of him over the years. You love guys who dub themselves Superman, him I, and Cam Newton. Uh, it is weird. I mean, who they, also have, uh, you know, interesting dress off lifestyle outside of the my, game. My, my fandom of Dwight Howard came more from just his dominance in NBA two K five or whatever that was Him and Danny Granger two K seven. Just absolutely dominant. No, uh, for my center, uh, I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna zag on the McKee Zion angle, and I'm gonna go with a guy who I think is just gonna. We kind of highlighted it with Zach how Zion has struggled against the better defenders. Rudy Gil- Gobert, one of the best defenders, and from a perspective of in this game, I I just think the floor is so high. And then you add in that they're talking about he's being more involved in the offense, and I think he's just going to be fired up in general. He has a little. I I would hope he has something to prove. I mean he he did he did almost kill basketball this year, so maybe maybe he <laughs> could come apologies back. apologies is with, to uh, helping you with, win some money in DraftKings. I, I just think I just think that he's one of these guys. You know, when the the lights bright and are, are bright, and he's defending a guy like Zion, it's the perfect time for him to be successful. Zion. I, I know you're going to argue with me and say, no, Zion's totally an above the rim player, but you know, he's an Oompa Loompa and the, the toughest kind of thing for an Oompa Loompa to do is climb up a really steep mountain. And Rudy Gilbert is that really steep mountain. I don't know how his little legs are going to manage this. Uh, I, I expect him to struggle. And as we pointed out earlier, I don't know if Zion is going to be like full blown go in the first game. So uh, I love Gobert here. Only 7,100. I think his floor is quite high. I mean, I don't, uh, I agree that Gobert could have a, a high floor, but I, I, I just don't think the upside is there. I think that the Pelicans are the, the only way for them to win is to really run the jazz off the floor with their small ball lineups play super fast. Gobert's just not going to be able to keep up. Oh, I like, like it. that Dissenting angle. opinion. We'll see. We'll see who gets the million. Well, originally I, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. For there. the record, I could pivot into Zion if I wanted to there for my guard spot, my bonus guard spot, JJ Redick, 3,600. Oh, yeah. He's a guy you just, it seems like you got to play a guy, him and J.R. Smith. Again, people aren't aren't loving the J.R. Smith pick uh, in this podcast as much, but I think these guys that can just get hot shooting. I think we're going to see some super high scoring I, games. But I, I like the angle. I'm just taking Caldwell Pope. That, that yeah, that, I'm, maybe I'm that's just, the guy that does it. I mean, part of it is you know dialing in who's going to go off, but he's only 3600. So if you're looking around at that lineup, he's a pretty cheap option. McKee, what are you doing at the guard spot? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going a little more expensive with my uh, backup guard spot. I'm going with Drew Holiday of mm. the Pelicans at 8600. Uh, I mean, he he, you know, when when the uh, 
when the NBA, uh, you know, went into shutdown in March, he was just really starting to heat up, uh, you know, averaging 41, uh, fantasy points per game. And, you know, I think he, he's a, he's a veteran, his leadership, they're going to want to come right out of the gates. The, the Pelicans need every single game to make the playoffs. They're not going to take the foot off the gas at all. He's going to be their leader. Uh, I expect him to have a big game. Kramer. Uh, I'm going Jordan Clarkson again. I'm a little bit of a bargain shopping situation here, 4,200, but it, it certainly seems like he's going to be involved. And uh, another situation where I went through uh, looking to see uh, which teams might be missing guys. Who's going to fill that spot. Bohan, your guy, Sean. No, I like, I like Bohan. Uh, he's, he's currently, uh, he, he was indulging a little bit too much in the porn, got a wrist situation. He's not going to be playing. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Clarkson here again. I, I really, I just wanted to smash as many Utah guys into this lineup. And uh, I knew I wanted to get some guards around Gobert. So Jordan Clarkson, 4,200 Sean. Yes. For my, uh, my backup forward spot. Kramer, you're probably going to say I'm only picking this guy because he's white, but give me Joe Ingles. I don't see color. I was unaware. Joe Ingles. He's he, Australian, not white. Yeah, that's true. He's. I think he's been kind of decent in these uh, scrimmages. No, he didn't have an amazing regular season, but uh, I, I think the situation. I like uh, McKee's angle on usage being high for this game as well. But yeah, even in limited in 21 minutes, he still had six points, five assists, a steal. So Sean, he looks like a rec league player. This yeah. is like a rec league. It, yeah, and I was that's a great say, angle. Sean, Sean, do you like him because he has a similar hairline as you? <laughs> oh, well, now I have the full so, head shave. So now I know why McKee didn't come <laughs> over to record this. <laughs> Wanted to be able to fire some pot shots from the safety of his own studio. I like that. Good call. But give me Joe Ingles, 5,700. I, I think he's going to be involved in this game. Call me crazy. McKee, what are you doing for your backup forward? Uh, I got KCP at 4,000. Yeah. So it's not a bad reason. angle either. Yeah. Yeah. For the same reasons that uh, the Kramer already said, he's going to be starting. And, uh, you know, he's, he's played well in the scrimmages. And, you know, I definitely think he's going to want to, you know, he's a, he's a, a friend of LeBron's and he's going to want to prove it. So yeah. this is his time. I like that. Are angle. you with me? Or are you against Are me? you LeBron's friend? Uh, you guys already don't call- fuck this up. Yeah, that, that tends to help guys get more playing time on LeBron's team. Oh, That's a definitely. great character. LeBron wears like some sort of disguise and goes around asking people. You How do you LeBron's feel about friend? LeBron? <laughs> uh, I went JJ Redick. Uh, you guys called it out. I mean, thirty six hundred. Uh, I did. I wanted to make sure I took advantage of some of these low dollar options that are I think are going to have opportunities to to score some points. And I think on this New Orleans team, there's going to be opportunities to score some points in this game. I didn't want to go complete shade on Utah. So I took Reddick 3,600. Uh, you know, we highlighted earlier how he's been kind of, he's been shooting the roof off or whatever they call it in the bubble. He's been popping the bubble, popping with his, the bubble with, with these hot shooting and the fireballs. And you know, we like Duke guys now on the podcast. So I'm, I'm all in on Reddick. Well, speaking of Duke guys, give me Zion mm. and uh, seeming like he's doing a good job. Oh, wait, of- you snuck that in. Yes, I did. Where? I put him in the utility spot, oh, $7,500. Oh, wow. I, I was going back and forth of whether to pull him out from the lineup because Zach did make a good point about how much, uh, I don't know about them easing in Zion and, and McKee's we've talked about that here, but uh, he's Zion. The dude's so fun. He's going to get a bunch of foul calls. He's jacked as shit. Give me Zion Williamson, <laughs> 7,500. 
I can't help it. I, I got to throw a couple just stud athletes in there. Yeah, and again, and I again, like, I, I like, I like him, Zion here. I, I like him keeping his mouth shut or doing whatever he can not to snitch out Duke, giving him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Who's your Who's your last guy here in the <laughs> yeah, in the utility quote unquote, spot? Family emergency he had to go home for. <laughs> well, at least we didn't catch him at Magic City. So whatever, yeah. whatever he did, maybe he had to hang out with Coach K and get some more money. Need a little cash, get a new suit, get his mom another house. What are you do, What are you doing here, McKee? All right, for my utility spot, I already mentioned how it looks like Montrez Harrell is going to be sitting out, um, which means that there'd be extra minutes uh, for the Clippers starting center, uh, Zubac. Uh, I mean, he was averaging uh, 21 fantasy points per game during the season. Uh, I think he'll, there's plenty of minutes for him to get against this Lakers team who will play a lot of the traditional center spot, you know, between uh, Dwight Howard and um, their other big man. I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, I'm, I've been moving all day. So I, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, here's the thing. Anthony Davis doesn't like playing the center spot. He doesn't like playing the five. Uh, I think there might have him play the five more in the playoffs when they need to really play small ball and run people off the floor. But uh, he's going to play a lot of four during this game, uh, which means that Zubach will, will match up nicely with the, the Dwight Howards. Good Kramer. old Dwight Howard. Yeah. My last guy, I mean, this is more of just, you know, I wanted to make sure that there's someone on the team that could show the rest of these pussies how to work hard, how to, how to really expose the chip on the shoulder. And that's Mr. Mike Conley. Oh, Uh, rise and grind. Maybe maybe my favorite, uh, favorite player to ever hail from the, the, the university known as Ohio state. But yeah, I think, you know, I, I think what I said, what I've seen in the scrimmages in the game tape so far, Sean, I see a guy that wants to fucking play some basketball. Hell yeah. I see a guy that's stoked to be in a bubble, maybe away from some people he doesn't want to deal with. Yeah. Maybe not having to deal with some of the same problems. Cause he's like, bitch, I got to go to work. <laughs> All right. And he's working. So yeah, Mike Conley, 6,200. Uh, I really enjoyed picking. I, I I'm back to where like perfect DFS slates include like, I would put this up there with NFL slates. The two game slate mm. in the NBA is one of the more fun contest formats. Yeah. Do you have a preference with key? I, I was trying to imagine because the Friday slate oh, is and all by the over way, the place. I'm sorry. I left $3,300 on the table. That's how I know I'm winning a million. <laughs> it's a good side. Ryan likes to be lucky and leave uh, a bunch Not of lucky. money on the table. I'm zigging bro. Classic zig. What do you, uh, McKee? Do you have a preference when when you're playing NBA DFS as far as what's the best format, number of games wise? Um, I feel like it's across the board as far as like certainly with the the larger slates, you can find more value. You can try to find some some guys that uh, aren't getting a lot of play. So clearly, this is going to be a lot. A more chalky uh, lineups in in this first uh, opening night than on the, the Friday Millionaire Makers, which is which is reflected in the entry price. I think the opening night is like four dollars entry price, and it jumps to twenty dollars on the second night. So I think they're planning a lot more uh, entries on the second night. Maybe who knows? But uh, yeah, um, I don't think it really matters. Just whatever you guys like to play. And uh, the the other player I. Just so I don't sound like a total idiot. JaVale McGee is who I was thinking about as the other Lakers oh, center yeah. who will be getting a lot of playing time. 
Well, and of course, it's free if you download the DraftKings app. Use that promo code SGP. Get a free chance at becoming a millionaire. A lot more funny than a lot. A lot more fun than a lotto ticket. And uh, yeah, I mean, even the top ten, tons of uh, tons of prizes, tons of chances to cash. And to come back on McKee's point, uh, nine hundred thousand entries expected in the Thursday night. Wow. Uh, only one hundred forty-two thousand okay. entries available for the second night. So well, there you go. And that and that's where you find a little uh little action there. A little that's value. why you leave thirty three hundred dollars on the table. All right, <laughs> got to go against the grain. Listen, listen to your boy, Real Money Kramer. And hey, make sure you check out the new NBA Gambling Podcast feed, where uh, Ryan, Rich Fat Baby McKee, will be dropping daily, or at least Monday to Friday, near daily. Taking some weekends off. Some people like weekends. Shitload of content there, and it's gonna be uh it's just gonna be a ton of NBA gambling content as you'd expect from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wait, so you're telling me you can hear NBA content without having to deal with fish through that soccer bullshit? <laughs> exactly. Sign me up. I, I'm still I'm still upset that the one guy gave us a four out of five <laughs> star review for doing one baseball podcast. It's all five star reviews. And then one wise ass is like baseball is not a sport, which I kind of <laughs> lean that way as well. And I've I've joked that it's not a sport. I've called it a hobby oh, many man. a times on the show. And my own joke comes back to haunt me in a four star review. But then we got a <laughs> lot of compliments on baseball's back. We had to talk baseball. NBA is back. Uh, enjoy talking NBA. A lot of fun and uh Man, my basketball juices are flowing. They're combining with my gambling juices. I'm fired up. Make sure you follow McKee on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. And uh, Ryan, what else do we got going on? What can people expect over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com? Yeah, we're gonna have a. You know, I know that uh, Major League Baseball is not really a sport, but you could. It's something you can play on <laughs> DFS. So we have some. Uh, we're gonna have some MLB DFS content from Chris Giordani. He's got a couple of uh, columns coming out this week with his picks for that. We have uh, for Friday's big slate of NBA games. Uh, we got uh, our contributor John Jackson, who is going to be doing one of his uh, infamous DFS flowchart. Oh yes, uh, posts. Uh, he'll also be featured on uh, NBA gambling podcasts, uh, talking about his flowchart. Um, and yeah, we'll be updating as we get more information about you know what players are definitely playing the opening of the season and, and what teams are doing, why there'd be plenty more NBA content. And uh, you know, we always got golf and uh, plenty of other stuff. Yeah. And that's why you got to subscribe uh, to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at gambling podcast, because especially in these times with baseball, NBA uh, likely there, and, and you know, when NFL gets going as well, that there's going to be a lot of like late last second lineup scratches, lineup swaps. So Stay tuned. Stay subscribed on uh, the podcast and the Twitter as well at Gambling Podcast and for the Sports Gambling Thank Podcast. You for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I am Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. You can follow me on Instagram at Kramer Centric. Kramer, let it ride.